One, two, three, one, two, three, one, one. Okay. Excellent counting. Although we did go up and down the numbers. It's 4.35 a.m. You're listening to the Long Snapper Podcast. Hi, I'm Adam. No, definitely Adam, not Alan. Adam and Doug, Russ and Mark are here. Good evening, gents. Hello. I should say Yo. good morning because I just said it's 4.35 a.m. <laughs> uh-huh. And that was Joni Mitchell with Big Yellow Taxi. Anyway, um, we're an NFL podcast and I've got to remember that. Well, Let's talk some NFL. Loosely. Yeah. <laughs> um, before, in fact, before we talk about anything, let's just acknowledge the, the brilliance that is Patrick Jackson, who has who <laughs> broke down. Oh, oh this, is, this is fantastic. He broke down the hell. last two podcasts in terms of what our content actually is. And actually, there's more NFL than I thought. Far um, too much, some would say. <laughs> yeah, so let's 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 try and change that. And we need far more nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, ben Ben Eustace from all over, and also obviously listens to the pod. He he did think there needed to be a um, a metric for partridge in there as well. <laughs> there was no specific partridge metric. <laughs> yeah. So Patrick, if you're listening, yeah, we'll we'll try and increase the. Which is which we get asked for all to, the time. Can we fair, have more Patrick? Patrick would have commented about seven times already on <laughs> uh, on the SoundCloud feed. Oh, I, lo- I I love that though. You go, I find you go it really through. awkward though. Do you not? Because I, I, I obviously I read the comments without listening to the relevance of the pod, so I'm just trying to replay in my mind what bit he's listening to and what he's commenting on, and it, it trying I think to, it's you, like trying to together a puzzle. If you click the the marker. It it will play the bit that he's referring to. Yeah, I've done that a few times. Some sometimes you can obviously remember, but yeah, I I agree. You've just you've got to know what he's talking about, and it's and it's often worth it. Um, I've taken to replying to some of them as well recently, which is good. Um, because it could be a bit of a lonely place. Like it's not like replying to a tweet where you can see where it's come from. Um, but it I didn't want it to seem like a monologue. Anyway, um. There's a bit of nonsense to kick us off. Um, time code that one, Patrick. What would what would that be? What would that go under? Is that like uh, self promotion, or is that? Uh, it's still is it still introduction? Well, preamble, possibly, preamble, yeah, preamble. preamble. That could possibly be nonsense, or whether it's just maybe he'll add a new one that's like all about me. <laughs> P chat, yeah, Professor Chat. Yes, yes, that deserves. <laughs> which color? Which color is that going to be on the pie chart? Um, aubergine. Oh, nice, nice. So a, a vegetable, not a colour, though. I've just realised. <laughs> but I we thought all, we all know what we all know. Deep, an like aubergine looks purple. like, or an eggplant, as they say in America. Fuck America. American things. Um, quiz. Let's let's get into quiz. So time code that. Um, you may recall a couple of weeks ago, I sort of rehashed an idea a quiz because when you've set as many quizzes as i have it becomes difficult to think of new ideas um so i've rehashed last week's quiz basically that's what i've done obviously i haven't told you or it would make prep very easy um but you may remember i asked you to name quarterbacks who'd won a playoff game um since 
2009-10. This week, I am going to ask you to... We're going to play the same game, but we're going to be tighter. I'm going to give you 10 seconds each per answer and be strict on that. And if you can't name something within 10 seconds, you are out. Um, This time, it's naming head coaches who have won a playoff game in that time. Um, and oh I think it's going to be over a lot quicker. <laughs> that's what everybody who's listening is hoping for. And um, it's one one striking out, one striking out, and always the same, always the same. Um, Mark, you were your flabber was ghasted last week at the fact that only thirty quarterbacks, or as many as thirty quarterbacks, I wasn't sure which, had won a playoff game. Guess how many head coaches have won a playoff game in the same period of time? Um, I don't know. 22. It's 32. Look at that shock. Um, in fact, let's start with you. Um, I don't know whether that's an advantage or not. We're going to go you, then Doug, then Russ, and in that order forever, and let's see how far we get. Go on, Mark. Bill Belichick. Uh, astonishingly, he had 14 <laughs> playoff wins in that time. <laughs> is he 14 of the 32? Uh, no, no, 32 <laughs> different head coaches. 107 games, if you were wondering. There have been four more since last week. Doug. Doug Peterson. Correct. Russ. Mike McCarthy. Yes. Mark. Andy Reid. Uh, yeah, he he only has two in that time. But yeah, that was always the big knock against him, wasn't it? His player friend was but um, doing better this. He'll have a few from before 2009 as well. Oh, to be fair to him, right there. Who did you say? Uh, we've we've had Andy Reid, Mike McCarthy, Doug Peterson, Bill Belichick, and it's back to you, Doug. Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett. Yes, he has two as well. Uh, back to Russ. Uh, Mike Tomlin. Yes. Correct. He has five. Mark. John Harbour. Yes. Eight playoff wins for him. Don't forget the ten seconds, and they are counting in my head, Doug. Uh, Matt Nagy. Um, that's uh, an early out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he lost. <laughs> that's spectacular. Oh, that's brilliantly spectacular. Uh, it's it's Russ and Mark again. Russ, did you say did you say John Harbour? Yes, uh, somebody did. Jim Harbour. Correct. Five playoff wins for him. Mark. Pete Carroll. Uh, yes has a number in that time. Nine. Sean Payton? Uh, yes. In my notes, I've, I've typed him as Dean Payton. The D's <laughs> near the S. Let's, let's go with that from now on. You're out. <laughs> Don't never, never confuse the D. Mark. Um, Rex Ryan? Yeah. Four playoff wins for Rex. Uh, now I'm struggling. 
I'm trying to desperately think of the coaches that are in this season's <laughs> playoffs that have not been, not been said, but my brain's gone blank. So I'm going to go with Bruce Arians. Uh, yeah, well done. Correct. Back to Mark. Um, Dan Quinn. Yes. Now I'm fucked. <laughs> um, I've got one more name, and then after that, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Who is in the playoffs this season? Who is in the playoffs this season? Fuck. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna time out. I'm quite certain of it, so I, I can't. I can't. I can't grab a name. Four, I can't get a name. Three. Two. You're not going to defend your crown, Russ. No. Bad and sweet. Give it a decent go. Yeah, yeah. Good. Um, well, there we go. Mark, I've you... got more names, so yeah, I'm happy with that. Which, who was your name, by the way? Ron Rivera. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was, that, that would have been uh, obviously an acceptable answer. Um, very, very quickly, I am going to read out the rest of them that you could have had. Jim Caldwell, Brad Childress, Tom Coughlin, John Fox, Gary Kubiak, Anthony Lynn this year. Come on. Um, Doug Marone, Mike McCoy, Sean McVay. Sean McVay! Sean McVay! Mike Malarkey, Bill O'Brien, Chuck Magano, Wade Phillips, Frank again this year. Lovey Smith, Mike Smith, Ken Wisenhunt and Mike Zimmer. Ken who? Ken Wisenhunt. With the Hunt. Arizona Cardinals. Hunt. That's tremendous. That's <laughs> tremendous. Uh, so yeah, you can get bullied. Ken is a cunt. <laughs> Blimey, that was. Uh... He went there. He went there. Yeah. Too um, too obvious. A little bit. But I think we all got it. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done, Mark. Um, it was. Well, you you could have. I've... He weren't far away from retaining a crown. He only had one name in his in his bank there. Yeah, but one more than there me. we go. Right, as we are an NFL related podcast, we are going to talk some American football uh, because that's what we do. Who who saw any NFL over the weekend? Just gone a, li- a little bit. <laughs> Doug, I'm looking your way. Yeah, not 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 much, not much. Turns out the internet hasn't made it to West Wales yet. Along, like with, along with electricity, yeah. the wheel, and fire. Yeah. And a trampolines. Well, I, I'm going to tell you that you did not miss much um, in terms of entertainment. It was yeah. just one of those, all four home teams won. Um, yeah. And I, th- I would say, would you guys or anyone who's seen any agree with the assessment that I reckon only the Eagles-Saints game had any sort of tension or suspense. The other three were over pretty early. Maybe the Rams Cowboys was in doubt for a bit longer, but um, even that seemed comfortable. Yeah, I think even the Rams Cowboys was one of those games where the score was in the end closer than um, the game was. It wasn't a reflection of the the way that it went. Um, you're, you're right, and even the even the Saints Eagles game, as soon as the Saints started scoring points after the ridiculous fourth um, first quarter you kind of thought that was only going to go one way as well it was you just you kind of knew I, even know, when, I, um, I didn't actually even I, when I, Lutz missed that finish even when that well do you know what yeah, having, having said that 
as soon as the Eagles got the ball, um, having done nothing for since they scored their their two touchdowns in the first quarter, you just thought they're going to go and score a, a game winning touchdown here with five seconds to go. But then they managed to find a way. Or um, yeah, I, I did find as well. And that that Lutz field goal was huge because that obviously would have put them more than a score ahead uh, late enough that it it would have been over had that kick gone through. And he's been a pretty, well, obviously, do you, do you want to get into the whole kickers thing again? Hopefully not. Uh, but he's been pretty reliable as kickers go um, yeah, don't, to, miss, to miss that kick at that point. And I thought, I thought the Eagles were going to drive down the field and score and not just do that, but do it managing the clock so that the Saints wouldn't have had time. But, Bowls through an interception at just the wrong moment when. Thank God he did. Well, there, there, there's no <laughs> right moment to throw an interception, Adam. Oh yeah, yeah, there, there, there is. There, there's definitely many right moments to throw an interception, just as there are wrong moments to score. I can give you one example, Russ. What of a wrong, a right time to throw an interception? Yep, you're fourth and twenty-five from the opposition's forty-seven yard line. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Say you, that again. You're if you four- throw the if you throw the ball around the one yard line, exactly, and it gets picked, and the guy gets tackled, it's better than the punt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So wind your neck in. All right. <laughs> Don't fucking start. <laughs> yeah, I think I can't be the only person who's like who's happy that the Eagles thing is done now, um, because. They've not been particularly brilliant. They've got this whole like Foles magic thing going on, and I'm just pleased that they, whilst the kind the Saints I think feel like they get away with one here, um, I'm I'm pleased that that narrative is over and now we can just get on with the four best teams in football being the four teams that are still in the competition, um, a, which is what we've fan, ended up with now. Mark, I think as a fan of a team that's never won a Super Bowl, um, yeah. we can, yeah. we can empathise with each other. Seeing say the Eagles win one with Foles, you can kind of accept, but seeing them do it twice just wouldn't have sat, sat right with it. I mean, yeah, I'm just, I'm like, I just got sick of it and because, you know, they, they spent four fifths of the season being dog shit. Um, then they've got this whole like narrative with Foles and that it's, you know, it's happening again. Yeah, I just I got really bored of it by the end, so I'm pleased that they're done and dusted, and um, now we can concentrate on the good teams being left in. So yeah, I mean, if you go back to sort of five six games into the season, Nick Foles was this guy that Eagles fans couldn't wait to get get out of the team and get Wentz back. Yeah, it's just <laughs> nonsense. It happens every year. There's a, like someone's going to overpay for him in free agency or whatever they're going to trade for him, and they're going to get a bang average quarterback that they're going to have a 500 or so record I would say unless he's got you know world class everything around him he's an average quarterback yeah and I think, Ho- I hopefully, think he's the generally... Gi- hopefully the Giants will trade for him <laughs> oh, just just picturing Jack at that <laughs> At this moment, listening to that, oh, and and, he, and Jack is the first person to to get on board the slagging off Foles train. I think he's a de- he seems like to the Foles train. I think he seems like a decent a decent bloke. I've got nothing against him as a, as a guy, but I'd say I'm, he's a nicer guy than Tom Brady. If you, uh, if you that's to, that's yeah, a hundred percent fact. Um, 
Nice guys finished but, last, mate. Not my words, but words of Billy Joe Armstrong. Not Top Gear magazine. No. 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 I don't, why they'd be writing about that, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, that, that was a decent end to the game. But the the other ones, as I I wanted to mention with the the charge the Chargers Patriots game, there was this huge swell of um, optimism for the Chargers' chances. And I, th- I think they even went into the game in the end as slight favourites. Um, oh, we, I, I had them, I had them as as winners. Doug had them as yeah. On the, on the I didn't, I, could, I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't get Fuck it. Blockhead. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it. it was, I couldn't see any way that they were going to go in there and get it done. I thought the, the Patriots were far better in this game than I thought they were going to be. Um, and I, I quite actually, I quite like Brady's comments at the end of the game where he's like, oh, everyone thinks we we suck. Um, you know, fair play to him for that. But Do they? Does well, everyone th- think that well, the Patriots suck? This, this season, using that word? This this season, I think a lot of people, they've a lot of people have written them off. We have. I think loads of people have, have said that. And I think there's a lot of people who suck is suck is more than well, that. Yeah, all right, well, yes. fair enough, you know, but you can understand the sentiment of what he was trying to say. Tom, Tom, and I know you listen. Probably, maybe. Um, Tom, it's not that everybody thinks you suck. It's that everybody hates you. That's a, that's a very different thing. Yeah. Go on, go on. I'll go on CBS after the game and respond directly to that, Tom. That's what I want to hear. Could you imagine if he did? <laughs> Could you, like, I just want, I want to, to talk you, to those guys in yeah, England, in England. podcast in England. They're going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and what's what's funny is the fact that if if he did listen and then ask for an interview, we would fawn over ourselves like little fucking bitches. No, we wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, you would. No, we probably wouldn't be available to do it. <laughs> yeah, he would, yeah, he's yeah, not available after time, nine on yeah, Thursday. Tom, you could, we can only do it after nine on a Thursday. <laughs> well, no, this is a, this is bang on for him. It's two in the afternoon. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. We're waiting for Mark. His his kids playing up a bit. You're gonna have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he still thinks that he still knows that bed bugs are real. <laughs> yeah, you won't believe what what that dick told him. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no chance, is is there? Like the most famous American footballer of the millennium um, would have to wait for us to get our kids in order to get to get this recorded. <laughs> Tom, just, hold on, just hold on a sec, Tom. He just sit there in the background, just waiting. Just having a general bit of chit chat, talking partridge, having some yeah, avocado ice cream. strawberries. Pipe down, love. Pipe down. I'm waiting for these guys to put their kids to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Giselle Bundy. Who's he married to? He's not married to. He's married to some famous supermodel, isn't he? Giselle. Is that right? Giselle. It is Giselle. Yeah, yeah. I, I got it. I got it right. Amazing. Yeah. I thought it was Giselle. Yeah. Yeah. She's bang average as well. Um, world famous, she's just super, a, world she's just famous. A system supermodel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That was good. Well, well played. Well, well, um, good. They, they are, they are just ruthlessly efficient. They're the Patriots, aren't they? And they are becoming even more ruthlessly efficient, right at the right time. Can we just stop the podcast now? Because. We were just we just got done sound ludicrous rabbit hole as we often do, and the person to bring it back to NFL was Russ. Good work. Uh, well, what just happened? Big Patriots fan, Russ. Yeah, I've got a hat. <laughs> and, and not only that, you were bang right. Oh, I mean, it was it was the first the first possession, the first 
down almost and you looked at the way they went about their businesses it was like okay anyone underestimated the patriots and um, you quickly quickly get back in your boxes because they meant business they've been they hadn't been on the piss on their bye week um, yeah. they've been preparing and as, as good as the charges have been i could just see no way that they were going to go into foxborough with with Belichick having that time to prepare and get any kind of any kind of way of winning that game. It was just never going to happen. Don't care how well they played, what their record was, what their away record was, the Chargers. It just wasn't going to happen. If they were at home, possibly, but going away, no chance. They couldn't they couldn't get anything going on offense. They couldn't stop the run on defense. You know, Michelle, White, Burkhead, it doesn't matter who was carrying, they just could not get to grips with it. And I think that's what will help them next week. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, It'll have to be because I, I, I think it's the only thing they've got going for them against the Chiefs. I'm writing them off again. But I think, but I think, but I think if any, if anyone's going to know how to stop the Chiefs and and shut down and put pressure on um, Mahomes, I think Belichick will have a script absolutely tailor made for it. I think he will. He'll, he'll be he'll be able to help, but I think there's. It goes back to the Miami game, right? That that last play in the or that ridiculous play at the end of the game in Miami was huge this season because it's that stupid, ridiculous miracle in Miami play has meant that this game is in Kansas City and not in New England. Now that um, that fact, when you look at the D, um, and I do like looking at the D. <laughs> <laughs> Patriots Patriots defense at home is ranked um, number two in the NFL only behind the Bears away from home they are ranked second last only ahead of Tampa Bay you've been spending too much time looking at that D yeah (laughs) so their their record is three and five away from Foxborough Um, they are just a completely completely different animal when they're not at home Um, and they haven't faced anything like um, a defense away from home like the Kansas City Chiefs. The only time they have faced them was at home and they conceded 40 points. Um, so, I, and we know that Tom Brady, um, well, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick doesn't generally, or in recent years, doesn't match up well with Andy Reid offenses. They've had suffered some huge defeats to them recently. Like I said, conceded 40 points at home to them just this season. Um, so I think if there's anyone that they're struggling against, especially away from home, it's this Kansas City team. The, the Patriots record uh, has been interesting because have they gone 8-0 and at home in the regular yeah, season? Yeah, undefeated, did, so undefeated at home, 3-5 and five away. They lost to the Lions, the Jags, the Titans, of course, um, and the Dolphins, as you say, and somebody else, um, the Steelers. So they don't yeah, concede that they don't concede big... that ridiculous touchdown to Miami in this game's at home, and I think they they're probably in the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, I think let, they're we'll, in the Super Bowl anyway, mate. Yeah, well, let's 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 come on to that. The Chiefs managed to well sweep aside the Colts. The Colts were the hipster pick all of a sudden. It was really annoying me. Like, <laughs> like, everybody fancied the Colts. And my, my Colts hat went Andrew in Luck the bin. Isn't, isn't his neck beard fantastic? <laughs> 
don't we all love Andrew Luck? Don't we all love the Colts because nobody fancied them and everybody loves them because they're great? No, they're not. Well, the, they're, they're, the, they're, they're the not irony, bad, the they, irony they, is that the Colts had, had set themselves up and, and got themselves in a position with an exceptional defensive performance over the latter half of the season, especially against the run and 14 nil after eight, eight or so minutes of the first quarter to two uh, running touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me, let me backtrack a little bit from my um, little Colts rant. Um, but yeah, they, they've <laughs> totally earned their, earned their right to be there. Of course they have. Um, yeah. Yeah. Again, a really a sort of fast start to a game that just seemed over early um and i don't i don't think it was in this case that the colts did a huge amount wrong they were porous against the run but um the chiefs looked looked like they were prepared they again used their bye week wisely um it just just a really solid performance and it wasn't just it wasn't flashy like a lot of their games happen um the weather was a factor and the weather may again be a factor uh, it's supposed to be even colder this weekend but yeah not ever in doubt really after the first quarter no agreed and it's it's amazing to see um how well Damian Williams has stepped up since all, obviously all the the Kareem Hunt stuff everybody was wondering about how their their game would suffer without Hunt and quite simply <laughs> hasn't really it hasn't really suffered at all uh no it hasn't and it, in fact, that that takes me to if you've listened to Kickers Matter this week and the hashtag Sky NFL little ditty <laughs> that they did. That that was now, fun. It was a lot of fun. So some someone tweeted in with the question: can, essentially, can can the Chiefs do anything without Kareem Hunt? About six weeks after that question was relevant, and also during the game after Damian Williams had run all over them. Can they win without Kareem Hunt? Well, they're doing exactly that right now. Um, and they'll continue to do so. There were, there were some incredible questions that, that poor, came poor out. Hannah. Poor old Hannah. <laughs> poor old Hannah. <laughs> At least she looks good. Yeah, yeah. Some, um, she yeah. might if not. You like, if you like that kind of thing. If you like that kind of thing. Uh, I'm sure we'll see her again. I'm sure we'll see some incredible stuff on the hashtag sky NFL <laughs> again. Um, Do you, the, the thing I found funny about it is when she tried to pipe up and like say a few bits and there was, some of the stuff she said was actually made sense to, to some of those ridiculous questions that were being asked, but you looked at like Reinbold and Gail and they were looking at her like, have you ever seen that sketch? Um, that is the women know your limits thing. Harry Enfield. Harry Enfield. It was like that. It was like they were looking at her like, this is a woman trying to have an opinion on the NFL. Get back in your box, love. It was honestly, it was hilarious. Uh, that That's genuinely very unfair. <laughs> you know, it's, she's she's there. Read, it's not her tweets. She's no, not writing these moronic questions. No, no. I, I don't think she, they were blaming her for the questions. Yeah. It was just like when what, she was what trying, are you to doing answer, yeah, trying to answer some of them. And they were looking at her like, are you trying to answer the question? But you're a woman. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 bad. If that, if that, and that, let, let's be clear that that was our observations of the yeah, 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 Sky yeah. Sports pundits, not the not the views of the the pundits on the Long Slapper podcast. Absolutely right. Yes. Hashtag Sky NFL. Yeah. <laughs> for all for, for all the lady listeners. Yeah. Who we just, value uh, your opinion. Just keeping keeping my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> 
about this whole issue. My uh, my views can Ooh. be found solely on the Long Snapper Pod and the well, paint- they can't be found on Twitter. Painting and decorating uh, WhatsApp groups. WhatsApp. That's it. Yeah, which is is very public. But, no, but- no, but you know. <laughs> so there you go. Um, yeah, Dougie is now a very private person and much happier. I, I'm not sure if I prefer that. I don't know. Uh, try it. Try it. I've also. It's a, it's a time of new developments in my life at the moment. No, no, no. I, d- I don't mean. Do I prefer being happy? I mean, do I prefer you being happy? That's what I'm not sure about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't like relaxed. I, I, I like on edge, Doug. I like ready to implode, Doug. Well. You're doing like a good job of that for everyone, Russ. Spontaneously combust, Doug. <laughs> I like uh, I like minge freshly out, Russ. Wow. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm talking about me being able to wind you up to the point of uh, getting your minge out <laughs> with, with three carefully placed sent- single-sentence uh, statements. <laughs> You're doing it again. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> Listen to them all over podcast if you haven't already this week. Even if you hate rugby, listen to it. The irony, the takedown is incredible. The irony is that in the in the fifteen plus years that I've known Doug, he's probably the only person that can wind me up in that in that particular way. (laughs) It's it's just ridiculous. Other people I don't nibble at. I mean, other people I don't. He's done it to us all. He's just a prick. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway, let's... One of those people that just know which buttons to push. Yeah, 100%. And just, just mostly just does it for his own amusement. Have I ever told you about... I've got a mate who I play cricket with who I, I want... I play, literally, I'm on his team and I sledged him out once. I was, <laughs> I was, I was batting with him. Imagine. I was batting with him. <laughs> and I, I just... <laughs> he was playing really badly. <laughs> he just, made about, just all about the team, Doug. Isn't no, he it? made about he made about twenty five, and I just kept nibbling at him about you know they're going to have to put a man in for the edge, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> get it off the square, Jim. You meant to hit it past the fielders, Jim. <laughs> and he went Mind for the a, windows, he, Gino. He went for a heave and got stumped. <laughs> he just looked at me and went, "You're a prick." What? <laughs> But can we um can can we get back and perhaps talk about CJ Anderson? He's done it again. Wow. What's what who is this guy? He made his nose. He's desperate to get all his points in that he's written down. I don't care how we're doing it, but yeah, I'm getting right. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it yeah, I go on. Uh go, go on. Say your say your CJ Anderson. Take, takes the shine takes the shine off of Todd Gurley's achievements this year, doesn't it? A little bit. I was gonna say that. Well no, see after listening to Kickers Matter and and watching um, a little bit of this game, I just think that it doesn't take the shine off the top of Gurley's achievements. What it does, it actually could make Todd Gurley an even more effective weapon if you've got that dual run threat, and because it, it makes it keeps him fresher for longer in the game. That, that's, to make those that's important my take plates. on this. Right. I mean, you could you could go CJ. Right, I, I think it's two David separate Williams. arguments. CJ Anderson is not back. going to be a number one. Oh, he's tried to be a number one running back, but actually, he's he's a number two running back for Todd Gurley to keep him fresh. No, he, and, he, and if he's effective, brilliant. And if he's not, then, on, then it doesn't matter. 
I think Duke's won a Super Bowl, so he's not a bad um, he's he's not a bad running back. But it's and I think that I think you're both right. I think he absolutely does um, put give a, a better option. It's going to help Gurley because it keeps him fresher. But I do think that you have to look at what Gurley's done since he's been under Sean McVay and think shit under Jeff Fisher. Suddenly McVay's come in; he's amazing. Someone else has come in, having been dumped by two other two other teams this season for not being productive at all. Sean McVay's got him in, plugged him in, and suddenly he's he's a world beater. So I, I still think what Gurley's done this season is incredible because he's managed to do it over the entire season. Um, so the consistency is there from him. But I do think you kind of look at it and think maybe a bit more of a system running back than we than we thought. Maybe it's as much of the system as it is his talent. Yeah, I don't. I, I agree, but what I don't buy is um, the keeping running backs fresh thing. I think if you've got a dominant runner, you just stick with them. It's not like Gurley's been tiring at the end of games and not get. You know, there's two games left this year. But he has been he's injured. He's got though, the odd he? niggle, hasn't he? So yeah, he's, he's been injured. So it's, I've, it's quite clear that they didn't want to, they didn't want to give every down to him. Which and the, for most of the season, the Rams are one of the few teams that have been and just that, giving uh, it to one running back. And they're going into a into a, a, a I keep get, I get this mixed up. Is it a, a conference championship? Is that what they call it? The, yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. My point. But my... having not played full games, sorry, having not played for you know five or six weeks. All right. So my, fully. the way I'd equate it, Russ, is playing fly half. And if you played fly half, would you want to play the entire game, or would you want to play three out of every? five or six sets of possession that your team had. Uh, okay, I get I I get your point. When you're getting into a rhythm, you're at the pace of the game. I don't I all this running back by committee, I, I think it's a false economy. I I I honestly think it was it it came about as a way, a cost cutting measure so you you could have three running backs making a million each and spread the workload of one feature back who got 1200 yards or whatever you'd have to pay him 8 million a year i think it was a it was a and it is still a cost cutting measure as opposed to an actual valid reason to as an actual game plan um i, th- I think issue. i think i, I, th- I think it's case. literally money and i i i with two games left you run top girly into the ground and you don't you don't Put CJ Anderson anywhere near the field unless Gurley comes off dragging, dragging a leg behind him. Okay, here's a, here's an alternative view on it. Then is that picking up CJ Anderson whilst Gurley was carrying niggles, etc., was a bit of a punt. It's a punt that's paid off to the max, even more so this weekend, and it gives is given Gurley an ex, you know extended rest period leading into a a championship game and two weeks before the Super Bowl. I, I think that you will see a lot more of Todd Gurley this weekend and, and a fortnight later, if he gets that far. Exactly. And this is against the Cowboys and a game that they felt they were going to win comfortably. A lot of people that they were going to win comfortably. And yeah, Gurley, Gurley started, but he was soon sort of pulled out of their first drive. I think and Anderson came in and was, was churning out yards so they were kind of saying to themselves yeah let's Gurley's had a niggle let's keep him as fresh as we can this game you know if this game was going to be in doubt 
then I think you yeah, just go with the hot see. hand, don't you? And like, why why need to go back to Gurley if he's um, yeah. if, if yeah. CJ Anderson's running all over them like he was? Um, they both had pretty decent games, both over a hundred yards, so they weren't they were yeah, neither yeah. of them were terrible. They're um, not going to be doing the same next week in that situation, I don't think. Well, I think it depends how it goes, doesn't it? That's you know they've no idea what the, the what the Saints' defense is going to be like, especially without Sheldon Rankin. Um, so let's let's. I think they just run them both. Probably we'll see them both over the first couple of series, and whoever gets the hot hand is who you'll who will get it a bit more. I was slightly concerned that I couldn't differentiate as to where CG Anderson's head finished before he started. <laughs> Yeah, he's just basically one, yeah, one oblong like, shape, isn't he? Yeah, he absolutely. Yeah. Gladstone Small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and actually, that's that I think is going to be one of the big keys of the NFC Championship game is how effectively St. Louis, LA Rams are going to run the ball. Um, because if they if their running game gets going as half as well as it did against the Cowboys, then they're going to be hard to stop. If it doesn't, I don't know how much Goff has in the tank and with the receivers he's got with no cup, um, that's when the Rams could struggle a little bit. So I think how, yeah, as how effective Gurley and maybe Anderson will be, be one of the big keys to this game. I, 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 I agree with you about Goff. I think that he's the, I think he's the biggest question mark in the whole game actually is it, you could see, him in some of those places he went to where they've lost games recently um when it was loud and he can't hear Sean McVeigh as much taking him through his progressions and his reads and whatnot and when they're coming out the huddle um and if one thing the bloody the Saints Eagles game that was the the Superdome was fucking loud so loud that's going to be hard um and it's how he handles that environment because I'm still not sold on him being a top level quarterback. Um, I think that he, McVeigh again, makes him a lot better than he potentially is. Um, and I think it could be really, really interesting how he, how he gets on. He's by far the worst quarterback left um, in the, in the championship games. Um, well, to, to be fair, the other three are pretty good. Exactly. Yeah, they are very, very good, but he's, he's there as well. Um, and I think his performance could be one of the major deciding factors because I do think this game is is a bit of a it could easily go either way. It's two two really really even teams, and if this was if this game was being played at Wembley for 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 example, um, this could be a point either way, and I don't think anyone would be disappointed with the result because they're they're so evenly matched. But I think one of the key things is how Goff handles the the Superdome. Okay. Who's who's winning in this game? Rams Saints. and Saints. Saints. Rams. Again, I think. So Delco think Rams for me. Rams. Mark. I think I'm. I'm. I think I'm going to stick with the Saints. I think I'm, if the Rams win, the Chiefs or the Patriots are destroying them in Super Bowl. I'm going to make it three-one to the Saints, and it's it's only because of where the game is. Uh, I think they, I agree with what you're saying about the, the neutral venue. It's they're quite evenly matched to me. Um, I think I think it's th- there's been something about the Saints recently where I don't I don't think they've been playing all that well for the last month or so. 
um, but they're still managing. I think they've tailed off a bit. Actually, they have. A, they have a bit. Yeah, it's felt like that, hasn't it? And again, they got away That's with it. The they got away with it a bit against um, the Eagles in the last game. Um, they weren't brilliant by any stretch of the imagination, especially well, you know, especially in the first quarter, um, and could have easily won it, um, lost it at the end. But it's it's Drew Brees, it's it's Kamara, it's Michael um, Thomas. Michael Thomas, man, he's what? He had a great game. Didn't how he? do you how do you stop him? How do you stop him? It's, I don't care what like whether they put a keep to leave on him. If, if they put Marcus Peters on him, then the Rams are losing by a mile because that guy's done. Um, you put a keep to leave on him, and all of a sudden you've got Alvin Kamara running free. It's I don't know. It's I just think the Saints are going to have a few too many weapons. Doc, how are the Rams going to get it done on the ground, I assume? On the ground and Aaron Donald. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great shout. I mean, it's... Well, the, the Rams' defence, obviously it's top top tier. Um, but, yeah, they, they haven't stopped teams as well as they might have done in the last few weeks yeah but with those guys up Sue, front Sue's a big game player as well I can see him turning up and actually making a difference he's big against the run isn't he Sue mm. so if they try and run it up the middle but like he could stuff Mark Ingram I think quite easily if he's playing like he played last weekend I think, yeah I think the way they win is they get a push up front they stuff the run and then they can play more nickel coverage and actually try and shut Breeze down double team bracket um Bracket Michael Thomas, try and take him away, and then where where do they go from there? Bit of trickery, taste bit of Taysom Hill. Taysom, I was going to say, run, run got... a trick play with Taysom Hill. Yeah, uh, he he had a, a stunning deep throw for a touchdown, called back actually for a hold. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He. Yeah. He's. he's yeah. He's not going to do it on his own in in lieu of anything else. But it's an interesting dimension that they've had um, yeah and they're, they're, their defense has turned up and is playing well now um like i said sheldon rankin losing him is a big big problem for them because he's been superb um especially when it comes against the run so that's you know from a cj anderson point of view that's a big loss so how they deal with that will be a big factor um but their secondary is playing far better now um and I still think they're just going to have too much on the offensive side of the ball. I, I, I expect it to be a bit of a shootout. You kind of think both games might end up being a bit of a shootout. But I think the Rams-Saints game especially um, could go that way. And I think if it comes to an offensive slinging match, I think the, the Saints will have too much in the end just to, just to get yeah, past because I think because I think, I think Goff will shit the bed. Yeah. Yeah, and... And that's, you know, worse worse and better quarterbacks than him have shit the bed in that kind of situation. But I just don't think he's going to quite have enough to get it done. So that game's going to take place in the Superdome in air-conditioned slash heated 20 degrees Celsius. Um, the game at Arrowhead is going to be at minus 20 degrees Celsius or thereabouts. Uh, the Patriots and the Chiefs. Okay, again, quickly, who's winning? Patriots. Chiefs easily, yeah. Chiefs, Chiefs by and not that close. I think. Um, Patriots for me, two two. We're going to be um, and just because the world doesn't get what it wants, <laughs> because every everybody, everybody except for Patriots fans, obviously, 
everybody wants the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, don't they? Yeah, they do. And and to be fair, the Chiefs have probably been over the course of the season the most the best team to watch, the most exciting team, probably the best team. Yeah. Over the course of the season. I mean you, you could argue a but bit to the Saints, the Rams have fallen them. away a little bit. But yeah. It it wasn't a choice to stop supporting them. I just <laughs> It's just I. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> no, it was more of a general, a, a sort of gradual numbing of feeling. That you know, the the new Doug off it, Twitter with, no, with just, a bit of happiness might might come back. No, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm pleased they're in. I'm pleased they're there. It's great, but I like I'm not jazzed about the Chiefs being in the Super Bowl anymore than the other three teams really. I'd prefer the Chiefs to get to the Super Bowl because I think they play the Saints or the Rams harder than the Patriots. I just think it. I just think we've seen the we've, we've just seen the Patriots there so many times, I've haven't we? we no, well. we, we've seen that movie. I want oh, to watch something. I want to watch something different. Movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, know, we know. We know. It's it's like a it's like um, an Adam Sandler film. We know how you know how it's going to end. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, to be, to be fair, as as Steve said on Kickers Matter, and rightly pointed out, a lot of those Patriots Super Bowls have been have been great games. I don't yeah. think there's been a single one that has been a blowout. It's true, which is which is yeah. shocking when you think about it. But yeah, Super Bowls rarely are blowouts, so. though. They they used to be. Well, like, do you, you've got the two we, week prep first... time now. You've got the long half no. times for adjustments. It's very hard to, you know. And and now that you don't get the Buffalo Bills in them all the time, I was going to say I remember I remember some blowouts teams. in the mid nineties. <laughs> Fuck you know. I, just, I I think that the the scouting and the preparation is way ahead of what it was back then, and I think it makes it harder for blowouts in big games to happen. Such as there the Super go. Bowl. You heard it here first. Massive blowout this this year's Super Bowl is going to be. Probably the Chiefs are going to blow out the Rams. Saints. <laughs> the, the Chiefs and the Rams is the is the one that everyone wants, isn't it? Where the the game they had yeah, in the regular just, season, and, and, and you know it won't that. be the same game. Yeah, it definitely won't be. It won't be as good, will it? So maybe maybe we should hope for the Saints and the Patriots, and um, just because you you know there won't be another fifty four, fifty one, or whatever it was. I think whatever happens, the AFC's changed markedly over this year. Where you look now, you're looking at Baker Mayfield. Um, Patrick Mahomes and the Jets guy, whatever his name is, big face. Darnold. Darnold. Massive head. Josh Allen, let's not Josh forget Allen. him. Josh Allen, yeah. Who? If he can Who? learn if he can pass, learn to pass as well as he runs, then you know, he's the second ah. coming of uh, <laughs> There's the floor. Second ah, coming of Michael Vick, that. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> uh, so, uh, he's he's no Michael Vick. Um, yeah, he's Hey, He's give him time. Statistically. <laughs> Statistically, he could be one of those people that are into into dogs and the way they fight. Hmm. You know, he might be one of them. Sorry, Josh. He'll be listening. He'll be he'll be devastated. Yeah, yeah. Don't you say um, anything bad about my Joshy. Okay. He's, he's statistically so fifty percent of AFC East quarterbacks listen to our pod. There you go. 
Usually if they've got nothing else to do with Sam, them in playoffs. Sam time. Darnold can't listen to it because he can't find any headphones big enough to go over his <laughs> massive melon. <laughs> yeah. He has to wear those. He has to wear those iPhone ones. Yeah. But but what he has to do is stretch them to the point you know um you know like the ones you get on aeroplanes where yeah. where you the the it's twin it's actually twin corded so you can pull them <laughs> apart as far as you want so you can actually just spread them and he puts, he's like hey, he's like, hey Arnold <laughs> he puts one AirPod in but by hey, the time Donald. he's reached around his massive head to put in the other one they've lost connectivity <laughs> yeah they that they don't work they're just too they don't far work away they don't sync. <laughs> Doug, Doug, as our technical podcast expert, you you edit this and you put it out. Are we in mono or are um, we in stereo? We record in stereo, but due to file size, we keep the file size down by rendering in mono. Uh, so he just needs one earphone, so he doesn't need to. He doesn't need a headset that big. He can just. But by the time he's realised that and he's gone right round to take the other one out. He's lost connectivity again, and, and, and the podcast out. and the podcast finished because it's like he's got a warp at the sun. Well, it's like it's like it's like being in North Wales. You know, you don't. There's no way any signal can penetrate both sides of his face at once. So it's like trying to get DAB in 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 deepest darkest Wales. You go, you yeah. go past the hill, you're gone. You go past Sam Donald's. You go past the fulcrum of his face. That's it. And one side is in pitch black and the other side yeah. is in bright daylight. One side of his face is at minus 276 degrees. <laughs> it's the dark side of the <laughs> does it, does it Does it have to, to tilt on its own axis? <laughs> is he constantly at like 84? Well, so it has, it has seasons, therefore. Yeah. Time zones. It's tidally his two, eye, his two eyes are like six hours apart. But it, it's summer on his forehead. It's winter <laughs> under his chin. Yeah, <laughs> he can be his own lead blocker. <laughs> Should be an amazing runner. <laughs> I think Patrick, you can file this bit under nonsense. <laughs> I want Donald's face to have its own time code. <laughs> that, that face. He celebrates New Year's Eve twice. <laughs> um before we before we move into well we've we've not got any proper NFL analysis further to come but before we move into AOB um I saw a tweet this evening um ESPN analyst Matt Hasselbeck who apparently that's what he's known for uh, who is 43 years old and retired three years ago. I thought it was longer, but apparently three years ago. Says he got a call from a playoff contending team this season asking if he was, quote, in shape and available to sign, quote, per reputable source um, that won't give away the team. But Colin Kaepernick. Yes, <laughs> quite. That's the obvious thing to say. Who do you reckon the team was? Titans. That was my first thought. <laughs> the Washington are the other one in, with well, the, the yeah. injuries they had. Um, that's what it, I mean. How Colin Kaepernick is sure. Oh, I mean, we've had this conversation so many times, but you know how far down. You know, no offense to Matt Hasselbeck. It just whatsoever. goes to show you how fucking stupid NFL GMs are and racist. Yeah. 
the owners are racist, really. It's not really the... Yeah, yeah. The, yeah it's the owners who... I, I don't think he's getting anywhere near a roster ever again. Because well, he, every, he, uh, when I think of an NFL owner, I think of their house being like the, you know, the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio character in, in Django Unchained. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, boy! Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Matt Hasselbeck may end up on an NFL roster next year. No, he clearly won't. Um, coincidentally, he replied to one of my tweets from the Transatlantic Titans Twitter feed today, personally, which is a great thing about Twitter. You should try it, Dougie, Twitter. Um, it's a nice place. Um, you can interact with celebrities. Full of pricks, though, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Um, any other business? I imagine we have some. Dougie, yours will be all happy because you're not on this horrible place that is Twitter. Yeah, I um, spent the week in northwest Wales this week and it was um, marvellous. Uh, I, I, this isn't my any other business, but Russ, if you've listened to... Um, Listen to them all over this week. You'll find out why I was not happy on Tuesday. Your journey to Flanethley. No, no, no. The uh, the, oh. in, the international under eight. No, sorry, the world under eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. jumping competition yeah. um, <laughs> that, that took place at five a.m. on my last morning in Wales. Um, I think if I was a an under eight year old staying in the same house as you, I would arrange a bed jumping competition for five thirty a.m. I was absolutely furious. I was furious. <laughs> but no, I've I've been putting on a bit of timber recently and that with my return to the football field imminent. Got my fur How did that how did that go? When, when is this gonna be? Went training on oh, Sunday. Uh we oh, trained did? at St Albans Rugby Club. Uh floodlights were on on the main pitch. We weren't on the main pitch, so we were training under residual lights. Which made what, what time of day was this? Uh, 7.45 start. So we were training in the dark. Obviously, it, it it was pitch black. You were catching balls that you could only see when they were sort of 10 yards in front of you or over your shoulder. It, it was pretty difficult conditions, but really enjoyed it. Got my first proper training session on Sunday. Uh, so that should be fun. But um, where was Why I? Why don't they do it in the middle of the day? Then it's like... And on a Wednesday, I've, I've studied on a, on a, this when on a I looked Wednesday at Sam Darnold's face. Right, if Sam <laughs> Darnold's face is facing the sun, it's midday, and you can see stuff. <laughs> He's like a human weather vane. Um, <laughs> no, but my main point was I obviously packed on a bit of timber, trying to trying to slim down, lose a stone. So I'm go, I'm on now officially on a fad diet. I'm doing the keto diet. If anyone's oh. ever heard of that. It's is that is that that's vegan? What is it? No, no, it's protein and fat based. So you don't eat carbs or sugar, and the idea is that it makes you thin. Really. Just like not you eat normal food, basically. Essentially, you just don't eat like literally zero carbs. So I've been I've yeah. drunk nothing but water for forty eight hours, apart from this little little sniff of uh, Lagavulin, which. Bet. Is, well, like um, a Berlin. Yep, yeah, uh, which is crossing my lips at the moment. And but the the great thing is you can have bacon and eggs for breakfast. So um, bacon and yeah. poached eggs for breakfast every morning. Uh, but no toast. No toast. No toast. Uh, it's difficult. 
I'm staring at a pack of minstrels now and all I want to do is mash them into my face. Uh, <laughs> but I can't do that. So I'll check back. I've got to get down to 13 stones. So. Um, do you yeah. have to do that? Or is that just a personal preference? No, I just want to. I want to, um, you know, I've got a wardrobe. I suppose, I suppose when, you're, when you're only five foot two, getting down to 13 stones is going to be uh, quite a challenge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you lost your 270 pounds... Um, while you were training for the marathon, you know. How long you did that take, it? Russ? Russ was really fat when he was in the area. <laughs> and then, and then got, and then got even fatter when I left. And then, and then, <laughs> but you got it now that you've lost all the weight that you're still ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I am a little bit. Sorry, mate. I love you, really. You're you're a handsome chap. (laughs) You're you're a facetious bastard. (laughs) You started it, mate. Oh, no people in glass houses. Surprisingly restrained. Uh, Russ, why don't you have two minutes attacking Doug? I I don't I don't want two minutes attacking Doug. You want a lot longer. It would it would be like playing a tennis rally with Roger Federer. Whatever I say will just come back at me twice as fast. Um, so so I'll just leave that there. I'm not I'm not quick enough at the moment. Um, at the moment, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, my any other business? I saw <laughs> using uh, using the medium that is Twitter. Uh, a clip from, I think it used to be the right show, or the right stuff, and now it's the Jeremy Vine show on Channel Five. Yeah, um, I know what you're going to talk about here. and and Jamelia, <laughs> yeah, the, oh, the oh. Midlands, the Midlands um, oh. singer who is probably one of the most ridiculously oxygen stupid beef. people Absolute I've ever seen on television. She had one. She had one song out ten years ago, so she's yeah, she perfectly and, qualified to talk about this. She married a footballer then, as well. Yeah, Darren Bayfield, didn't she? Yeah. And, and you know, her looks look Bayfield. She's a superstar. Yeah, exactly. Well, well done, Adam. Um, Thank you. And her legs look decent. Was that even right? Yeah, but that's yeah, the, you know that's neither here nor there. Um, she decided she she decided to tell this woman on a uh, a live recorded chat show that uh, once you reach a certain age, you shouldn't be entitled to vote anymore. <laughs> because if you vote and you're going to die soon, then, you know, it's like a waste of a vote, isn't it? Yeah. Basically, which is basically what she said, you know, yeah. in, in no uncertain you're gonna time. You're going to die before you have to put up with the consequences, so you yeah. just shouldn't be allowed to vote, terrible people. So, so using that logic, those people that maybe are suffering from uh, a terminal disease maybe uh, any sort of disability any anything you should with that logic be unable to uh, exercise your democratic right to vote what an absolute walloper <laughs> <laughs> that that's all i just i have a, I have a question and jeremy vine jeremy vine is a respected journalist would that be a fair comment um, maybe yeah. not i don't know it, what, yeah, i, I would have thought he was a journalist to start becoming a broadcaster or well, is it okay. is, yeah. respected person ish um what what's he doing inviting jamelia on his show 
I'm not That's entirely sure question. he's in charge of bookings. I'm fairly sure he doesn't book the guests. He had James Haskell on there the other day, rugby tackling him. How did James Haskell come out with the other day? I have aspirations of being in the World Cup squad. So do I, mate. He got to play for <laughs> Northampton <laughs> first. So James Haskell has started up a gym in Bath. Yeah. Called P45. It's a franchise thing. What do you reckon he's charging a month to be a member of this gym? There's not a normal gym. You can't just go to it and like work out. It's classes. So you, you're very limited in what you can do. £45? <laughs> £45 would be reasonable. Yeah, that would be reasonable. That would fit in with the brand. 60, 60, try doubling that and you'll be there. £120 a month he wants to be a member of his gym in Bath. So uh, fuck that, James Haskell. That's all right then, because you live in Swindon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he hasn't set one up there. He couldn't find it. He couldn't find somewhere. He's just driving (laughs) around the roundabout. Probably in Chippenham, lost. (laughs) That's the only reason anyone ends up in Chippenham. Yeah, wrong, t- wrong turn at the wrong roundabout. Wrong, wrong I was, I was looking Swindon. for the magic roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Well, I'm, I'm going to go and tell all my friends on King Road, Swindon, <laughs> 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 what you're saying about the place. Um, 10 King Road. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll jump in quickly. Um, before we came on air at 4.35 a.m., time may or may not be accurate, um, I just had a look. There's a basketball basketball game going on London game I had no idea it was even happening did anyone know that tonight there was a London NBA game yes only only because very minor celebrities and sports people have been posting on Instagram that they've all got free tickets and it's always always two CAC teams as well is it Knicks and the Wizards I don't know if they're CAC teams I don't care is is it is it it basketball or World of Warcraft I don't (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they changed they changed it to Wizards because they didn't want to be called the Bullets anymore in about the mid nineties. Fucking dicks. <laughs> See, this is this is where I I don't make logical sense. I am a massive NFL fan. I quite like baseball. I respect ice hockey ish. I don't know much about it. I could see how that might be interesting. Um, basketball. It's the worst sport, in inverted commas, the worst form of entertainment I have ever seen. I, it, it, it beggars belief how people find that in any way entertaining. I don't get it. Oh, genuinely... One team has possession, they go down the other end and score. The other team gets it, they go down the other end and score. Uh, 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 they're uh, incredibly it... skillful, mate. And, and the other thing is, playoff, so? playoff basketball is completely different to regular season basketball. I'd advise yeah. you to, if if you wanted to watch a game, save it until the championship, divisional championship rounds, like the semi-finals, and just watch those. I, if I, I wanted to watch a game, I was out. I was out in the states last year when the finals were on, um, and the Warriors were playing the uh, Cavaliers, and it was really intense, really fast-paced. You know, everything was competed for. Whereas the regular season, you're watching those games. They, they play 82 games a season. They're not going to play hard for all 82, are they? No, it can't possibly. So, yeah. Give That's it a, a lot of games, just, 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 There's just, a lot of points. It's too many. Well, well, baseball has that issue, but it remains interesting. It just it, There's so much tactical nuances going on. 
that, that just pass, uh, if if it's there and I'm too thick to get it, you then are, fine. But you are, you are yeah. the, the, there's you know the way I the Warriors play that they they drive and kick it out. There's 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 various different ways of playing. But I would I would yeah just give a give a conference championship game a. Uh, I remember a watching watch. a game. I remember watching a game a few years ago when LeBron was at Miami, and it was them against Celtics in, in Is that the James Bron. The Le James, the, the James Bron. Um, they were something like game seven of the series to get you into the, the the finals, and the Celtics were up by six with something like twenty four five seconds left in the game, and the Heat won. Um, it was something like amongst the best like few minutes of sport you've ever seen, and I think that, that's, that's something. The other thing, it's only I think that's something the last that's leveled the minutes. Yeah, that's something that's that you can level football, at basketball though. a fair bit. Yeah, it's the same like, with football. How many games come no. down to the last drive? Yeah, yeah, but the the, it, oh. the the only thing I would say about basketball is you don't necessarily you can easily watch the last couple of minutes and you don't like the rest of the game. The context of it doesn't necessarily matter as much as a game of football. Um, but I I I I much prefer basketball than obviously you do, Adam. I think it's I think it's good fun to watch. If you're watching two good teams, it's it's enjoyable. And I, I know Craig will, when he listens to this, will be screaming at me because I know he's a he's a he's a massive fan. Fuck um, you, Craig. Just I'm just checking, just checking to see where he's listening. I I think we'll hear. I think we'll know. Um, yeah, I, I just I mean this game maybe yeah fair enough. It's a regular season. There are 82 games or whatever, but yeah, they were playing at a walking pace, just walking down the other end and scoring. This is like London gets its one game a year or whatever, and that's what it's got to watch. Um, but uh, yeah, base, baseball has the same issue. In fact, American football would, because the only reason it doesn't is if they played 162 games a year in the NFL, people would be dead. Um, you know, it's it's maybe that makes it better. The fact yeah, that people die. 16... <laughs> less is more. Um, Pretty sure that's I why they brought, brought helmets in. <laughs> yeah okay I think you, you, you get me but yeah I, 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 I don't get it there you go move on Mark um, I, <sighs> Gillette the best a man can get well oh, not this, anymore this advert <laughs> yeah um, it's the, the, I think that is, I don't know if you've seen this advert that they brought out um, they've released a new advert with the, and they've changed their slogan called the best a man can be. Um, and it's basically like it's, it's changing its philosophy and it's now saying, Oh, this is what our adverts have been for so long. But I think maybe some blokes need to have a look at themselves and realize that they shouldn't be acting in that way quite so often. Um, which I think is actually, if you, if you watch it is a, is a decent point. They're not slagging off every single bloke in the world. Cause there's a lot of decent blokes out there. They're not slagging off every single bloke. That's where are bit... these decent blokes? Cause they're certainly not on this podcast. Well, no, they're the people listening to it. I was about to say that <laughs> except for the professor, obviously. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. I think that it's just, it's hilarious. The amount that blokes have got their knickers in a twist over this Gillette advert with people like tweeting them saying, I've been a Gillette customer since I was 13. I'm never buying a Gillette product again ever in my life. It's a disgrace. How dare you alienate your entire customer base? It's a fucking sham. Um, if you're if you're that insecure as to how you act as a bloke, that you feel the need to get 
this defensive over an advert that essentially says, if you're being a bit of a prick, don't, um, then I think you've got to take a good long hard look at yourself and realize that that wasn't the message of the advert. And it's actually quite ironic the amount of blokes that are losing their shit about it, given the context of the advert itself. Um, People need to calm down, realize that all they're doing is saying, don't be a shit bloke. And people need to try and not be a shit bloke. Go, go and eat. Well, it's all, it's all the shit. It's all the shit blokes that are fucking moaning about it. Exactly. Get, That's, get a it. Grip. That's it. Get a grip. What? Don't be a dick. I purposely haven't watched the advert because everyone's been wanking on about it so much. The, ad, the, the actual advert itself is fine. And it's, you know, if you're, if you're being a bit of a prick, then there's just other, it, it's like, how about we put a stop to what they refer to as toxic masculinity? And everyone's had like got up in arms about this, saying that oh they're attacking blokes because everyone's masculine. Piers Morgan put a tweet about put out a tweet about it, saying something like you know effectively fuck off Gillette, let boys be boys, let lads be lads, let men be men. Um, fuck off Piers Morgan and fuck off anyone who thinks that is is right. Twitter, eh? Twitter, yeah. Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Everyone falling over themselves to. Who's the most outraged? Who's the best bloke? I'm the best bloke. I care the most. There, there's yeah. a hell of a lot of sanctimonious fucking assholes though in there that that say, oh, I'm just standing up for what's right. You're not, mate. You're just being a prick. You're just making an issue out of something that's not even an issue. Just shut up. Yeah, I, was, I don't, boss. It's like f- fake outrage just to try and get like likes and interest because all you're famous for before is you know hacking dead girls phones yeah um yeah good for you allegedly like, like general um sporting outrage over this uh bielsa thing for leeds about spying on other teams outside yeah. the training grounds just you know so what have you broken any laws broken that. any rules no yeah. Well, yeah yeah that that's my question to which i knew the answer um have have any rules been broken no the no. guy was stood in a public park on a pathway, yeah, <laughs> where he's perfectly entitled, and other people were there. The only issue he had was that he was a, happened to be a Leeds employee, and that it's not, you know, basically it wasn't cricket what he was doing. It wasn't gentlemanly. It was against the this foam moral code that no one's ever talked about. But yeah, it's bullshit. If if you if you found a clever way of getting a competitive advantage and not breaking any laws, then have at it, Mister Biel. So good for you. It's not a new thing, though, is it? Um, no, no I, I, I love I love the fact that there was all the outrage about that, and then he decided to double down and have a press conference where he said, "No, I've done it against every team we've played. Here's the findings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <It's> yeah. <just laughs> every single opponent we've had, I've, I've watched. Whatever. Can I, can, I, can I shock you? We've done analysis. Yeah, fucking yeah. hell. And as, as loads of people were saying when he was talking about it, he was saying, "Oh, he's watched every team trains." People were saying, "Yeah, do you know he might have even watched their games on the telly as well, so they know how to play." <laughs> shock horror. See, How dare all, all he? it made me think about uh, is when I heard that, it's like, okay, they've managed to find a public park that overlooks Derby's training ground. But my first reaction to it was, well, we've done it against everybody, was what's the geography of all the training grounds in the championship? And they each must be, they must have convenient vantage points around them. I just don't, well, yeah, they just don't have the money to buy a place like United and City or whatever, where they've, where it was happening to, City it went in their old training ground in Carrington, so they moved training grounds mm-hmm. and they put, planted like massive fucking trees. 
Well, MK Don's trained close enough to a main road that they can hit your car with a ball. So, <laughs> I'll tell you. And, with the, and with the big MK Don's, they regularly do. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just give it them back, Doc. No. <laughs> well, what have you done with that ball? And, my... and now they, now they can't get hold of him either. <laughs> it's in my boot. Find him on Twitter at Chinese underscore Lensman. There you go, MK Dons. Get in touch. He, he will be amenable to the ball's return, I imagine. No. <laughs> <laughs> this account no longer exists. <laughs> well, it still says your name. I looked at this. It still says Dougie Andrews. Um, but it then just, it's like, it doesn't say this person has come off Twitter or this person has deleted their How long have I been account? off now? About three says, weeks? Yeah, about three weeks. Um, yeah, after a month, I think it it gets burnt. deletes it permanently, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is that okay? But it just looks. If you look at it, it looks like your phone isn't getting reception. Right. It, uh, rather than it being obvious what's happened, but there you go. Well, I'm out. Um, I'm out of Twitter. I'm off. I'm gone. I'm trying Instagram. I don't get it. So you're just replacing it with something. There's a lot less rage in. There's a lot less outrage on Instagram. Yeah, and a lot, oh, and a lot more, and a lot more girls that play golf. <laughs> <laughs> that as well. <laughs> anyway, on that bombshell, how yeah. many female listeners do you think we've got left? Um, we, have, have we, we ever had, had one? Any. Have we, have we, we had ever one. had one? Talk about toxic what? masculinity. <laughs> yeah, we don't, white, we don't four do white dudes doing a podcast is toxic masculinity, isn't it? At least we're not wearing pillowcases on our heads. Maybe we should. <laughs> <laughs> I don't on want that. to. <laughs> can we, can kids, we do next week's podcast <laughs> dressed in a shower curtain? <laughs> The tungsten's tipped screwdriver. Never gonna use them. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> right, come uh, on. Let's let's let's, let's 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 all in unison end it on that noise. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>